Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, double barrel Wednesday, Sean Callahan, Parker Gabriel, and the mailbag today, and Sip, it is 420, are you celebrating today? No. I mean, uh, good answer, good answer. Yeah, I don't. It's I, not legal in this state. How, oh, yeah. And I don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I it, I hey, Gus, it's cool. That'll I mean, be, uh, Gus, Gus, Gus. I'm cool with it. Like, I'm not anti, but I think anybody who's listened to this show for any amount of time knows I'm pretty slow anyway. <laughs> and when when it, when it, and when I do, if I do, it slows me to a crawl. I'd like to see that yeah. one time. Not on the air, but just in life sometime. Yeah. Anyway, how about you? Are you going to celebrate 420? <laughs> no. Snoop? No. Okay. I'm not going to Snoop Dogg tonight. <laughs> Gus, he always shakes his head. Gus is a breath of fresh air. Um, Gus, you know what Gus does? I've noticed that um, a lot of people don't do. He actually listens to our show. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts for. Usually the producers do for the first two weeks, and then they like, yeah, I'm done with those guys. I'll just answer the phones for him. Hey, Gus. Don't feel obligated to listen to us. <laughs> Just do your thing over there. I don't. I Sometimes I don't listen to us. <laughs> Just I, I, I tune it out. I go in. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. What, what what's it's just <laughs> just being truthful and I mean it out usually. All right, so it's what so so today is 420. It's 420. Yeah, 420. Yeah. So everybody's celebrating. Oh yeah, be a big old smelly celebration around the Will town it though? Will it though? Well, Nobody it's not legal said in this state, but about it but it's six o'clock in the morning yeah we'll you're see. the first person i've talked yeah. to <laughs> as the day goes on maybe you'll hear more from people out there <laughs> yeah i didn't heard a word about it uh, i jumped in my truck and came here and you're the first person I've yeah talked i know to. well that's how it usually goes every day yeah it would have been gus gus was sitting in his car today Can I, say I, that? I beat gus today usually gus is here before me i beat gus today Right. By about a minute or two. Well, good morning, Gus. Good yes. morning to you. Happy four two zero. And we're going to talk football. Yeah. Before I do that, can I give, can I give you a quick update on last night's scores? Because you like you like the NBA playoffs. Please do. I'm going to give us to you. How, how, there was an upset to end the night last night. Don't tell me the Pelicans won. The Did Pelicans. Really? The Pelicans beat the Suns in Phoenix, one twenty five to one fourteen. The Pelicans of C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram. Ingram had a big fourth quarter. He had 37 points in general for the Pelicans. McCollum, 23. Uh, Valanchunas had 10. And off the bench, Larry Nance Jr. had 13. Nance Jr.'s tough. You remember Nance Jr.? From Wyoming? Yeah. He's a high fly. He can dunk. Ingram is, I feel like, a budding star. Um, I... I felt that for some time. Now he had a he had a uh, hamstring injury at times this season that 
held him back. Now he's one hundred percent healthy. Have you do you watch him? No. God, he's beautiful to watch. He's Jake. He he is to me what a basketball player should be, because he score first. I mean, I, this is hard. This is a hard discussion for me. This is a hard discussion because there's a lot of basketball players that you know that don't shoot very well, right? Oh, and ben I, Simmons doesn't shoot well at all. Yeah, and I don't understand the, that concept. The whole idea that – you remember James Naismith? Do you know that uh, name? Yeah, 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 I'm aware of James Naismith. And he invented this peach basket, and the whole idea was to put the ball through the peach basket, right? So why do why why is there coaches that recruit players that don't do that? Well, because they they know that they can shoot to a certain extent, not a great one, but can they play defense? Yeah, whatever. Um, can we get the elite scorers? Probably not. What can we get to help our team win in our way? I understand that too, and I understand the concept of role players. And Doc, like Doc Sadler, would always tell me, "Look, there could only be three guys on on your offense that probably should be scoring or four. Because somebody's got to play a role. Not everybody can be worried about offense. So I get that. I get that. But I still don't understand it at that level how you could have a guy out there who can't shoot. Now, Ingram. Ingram. God, Jake, just watch him. He was put on earth to score. Is that right? Yeah. He was put, God put him on earth to be a scorer in the NBA. Well, you know who outscored him last night who? in the NBA? Who? Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Buckets is another 45 one. 45 points for the Heat last night. Four. Five, 45 points in a win of the Heat. His name uh, is Jimmy Bucket. 115-105. He's also a good defender, too. He Jimmy is a good is. defender. Yeah, he is. So he was player. born to defend and score. Yeah. How about that? Jimmy's a great player. A, 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 a great player. Yeah. No, he, great player. He, he was awesome last night. 115-105. The Heat beat the Hawks up 2-0 okay. now. The other game, uh, to tie things up, the Grizzlies route wow. the Timberwolves. 124-96. So the T-Wolves did get game one, though. Yep. Back to Minneapolis it goes now to, for games three and four. Thank you for those updates. Why don't you tell the people how many people are on the Oakland A's game? You want to save that yeah, for later? Yeah, no, I'll do it right now. I was I saw this morning on my timeline before the show, uh, there was a tweet that showed the attendance listed by the A's last night for their baseball game against the Orioles, who are a bad baseball team. And Oakland is not a great baseball town right now. They don't get many fans there. 3,746 fans last night for a Major League Baseball game. Now, this was not a Monday at noon game. where That, uh, that might make sense somewhere. I told you I was at the Royals game last Monday. It wasn't that packed. It, it had at least 10,000, though. Mm-hmm. Eight to 10,000. This was a night game. Less than 4,000 people in attendance. That's terrible. It's just terrible. It's incredible. I mean, I think they, they count concession people and, they, they probably ush- do. and ushers in that. I, if you saw the crowd, you'd say there's no way there's 3,000 there. Yeah, so there's probably 2,000 people there. You could have sat behind home plate for like five bucks probably. How discouraged are you if you're a Oakland A's GM and then on down, like the PR people? Um, it's been a problem forever for the A's. I mean, not maybe not back in the 90s or 80s, but as far as I've known the A's for the last 15 years, they've had problems with attendance. That's why they keep – there's rumors about them going to Vegas or other – cities to host them because Oakland is just they don't show up I don't what for they, the A's the A's are a traditional organization franchise it's a tradition laden franchise why is the city not supported I don't know I I don't I cannot tell you what the problem is there hmm. 
We'll talk to I'm, I think I'm you know who I'm interested to ask that question to is DP and J. Well, we will talk to them. Yeah, we'll see what they say. How do you survive them. with less than four thousand people in attendance at your baseball? I think games? what they're going to tell us is it's because the the media rights deal it it makes it so attendance isn't that big of a deal. They don't care if anybody shows up to the games. They have a TV deal. Well, you should. Because it looks terrible on TV when you see what, what is this COVID again? Is anybody at the stadium? Well, you can you can situate the cameras and make it. You can make the production so it doesn't show the crowd. Very well, much. although foul balls show, are a problem, you got to show behind home plate, and even that was pretty bare. That's bad. Foul balls are a problem. Yep. If you're gonna foul foul, if you're gonna have a camera follow a foul ball, follow a foul ball. Say that three times. Fo- follow a foul ball. Yeah, follow a foul ball. That's a problem. That ball goes into the right field stands, and there's nobody there. Wait a second, there's nobody there. There's nobody in the outfield at the A's games. I mean, you, you, you could have a ball sitting out there as a home run for like five minutes before someone gets it. Jeez. Okay, Set. football talk. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. I saw an article yesterday on 24-7 yes. Sports yes, did. going through each team's trap game for the upcoming season for football. And 24-7 Sports lists Illinois – as Nebraska's trap game, October 28th, that's after road games against Rutgers and Purdue. My question for you would be this, Sip. <laughs> Illinois has beaten you two straight years. They blasted you two years ago, 41-23. They killed you. Last year, of course, they beat you also. I mean, that was that was bad to begin the season. 30 to 22 wasn't even that close. It was at one point, I think 30 to 8 in that ball game, whatever it was. It was it was it was a route. And Nebraska loses by 8 in that game. Can can you actually have a trap game coming off of a 3 and 9 football season and against that team that you've lost to now two straight years? Is it possible? Is that possible? Can that be something that can happen? Can your coaching staff allow you to have a trap game following a 3 and 9 campaign? Are you done? I'm done. I yes, you can. It can, and I I understand your sentiment, but but now this is we are talking about the schedule now, and I like it. I'm, I know you do. We it's have your favorite not, thing to talk. We have about. not done this yet. If this is an avenue to get us into the schedule, then I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> All 24/7 Sports did was create a little mental exercise where they identified each team's trap game. You have to do it for each team. And, yeah, there's going to be some that, like Northwestern. Should Northwestern have a trap game? They do. They put Duke on there as their trap game. Yeah, they did. They put Duke. Um, But, no, I don't mind. And and you know what? If you read the assessment of this trap game, Yeah. It makes sense to me. Well, here, here it is. Here's, yeah, read it. Here's the assessment. This is 24-7 sports. 24-7 sports about why Illinois should be Nebraska's trap game. It says, after road games against Rutgers on October 6th and Purdue on October 14th, Nebraska <clears throat> is going to be eager to return home and get a break. The Huskers get their first bye week after that Purdue game, and it'll be much needed. But while Nebraska has the week off before this Illinois game, it cannot afford to get too relaxed if the Huskers come out for that Illinois game not focused, they could suffer a bad loss. It is a trap game. I, 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 you look at the schedule, I don't mind that being identified as a trap game. November, once again, Nebraska has the backloaded schedule from hell. I mean, it, they. The, I, I don't know if this is something the Big Ten does on purpose. 
Um, but it, I'm cer- I certainly wonder about that. The, the November schedule is the schedule from hell, once again. It's how it's been. <clears throat> it's Minnesota and Lincoln on November 5th, which right now, who would you pick? Minnesota. Just it is, it is Michigan and Ann Arbor the next week, Michigan. November 12th. I, it pick, is, I pick Michigan. It is Wisconsin and Lincoln on November 20, excuse me, November 19th. November 19th. Come on. Wisconsin. Braylon Allen. Yep. It is, it is Iowa at Iowa to end the season. They beat you seven straight times. You got to take Iowa right now. That is a Illinois to precede those four games is a trap game. For sure. I totally agree. Following two road games and a bye week. Yeah. And, and before that, I, I get it, but yeah. but I'm still it's it's so still it the fact so it is it makes Acknowledge sense it. to be a trap game, but it's also the fact you should never overlook them in the first place because they've beaten you twice in a row. I don't know that it's about overlooking. I just think that the way it's situated in the schedule that it and with those teams coming up that you might be inclined a little bit to not you might have your eye on the farther down the road and you're coming off. A buy, eh, a trap. That's that's a screams trap. You know what me. the saddest part about all this right now about, about what the texters are asking? What are, are they're saying? Is Nebraska a trap game for anybody else on that uh, article? I don't, yeah, I don't know. That that's that's just showing where you're at. They're not. By the way, check Nebraska is not listed by as anybody's trap game. Okay. On here, which I guess is somewhat positive news to not yeah. be called a trap game. Illinois is a trap game for several teams. For Michigan, for Nebraska. Uh, there's a couple more teams that they were a trap game for, but, but yeah, I mean, they, they're still seen as that. Rutgers is a trap game for a couple teams. Nebraska a trap game for nobody. So at least you're not seen as that. The schedule talk, the schedule talk. I mean, how is it gonna? How's this gonna be if Nebraska, you know, is, let's say they're, oh, I don't know, six and two going into the final four. <laughs> well, and yeah. then and then and then lose three or four. Well, seven and five is, is seven and five. Okay, we, we, it's a daunting November schedule. Okay, now we'd love five to, and three, and then go three and four. One, one and three. Well, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so you're six and six then. Yeah, and then you end you end rough. Well, it it depends on That's how you I look meant, against yeah. those teams. I I understand a loss is a loss, but if you're getting now if you're getting blown out, then it's easier to move on. Here we go. I'm not gonna do this. No, you are. I still don't understand this notion by you. No, 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 not that. The the notion, uh, they, I, there's a really fascinating conversation in this fan base right now, at least in my brain, and that is, do I? I, I don't want to go too far down this road because it's oh boy, here it's, we go. It's it it it's gonna wear people out, and they're just gonna tune out. But I just like to ask people this question. If you were for firing Frank Solich in 2003, and you were for, and you were for, not 2014, firing Bo Pelini in 2013. We'll say 2013 before it got really weird. It was weird enough, but not that weird. If you were for those things, how on earth do you reconcile this notion that you're okay with bringing back a 6-6 six and six coach? How do you do that in your brain? I'm tempted to say to that person, recuse yourself from the conversation because <laughs> you don't belong in the conversation. 
because it screams hypocrisy. Well, are things not allowed to change in life? They are. That's a good answer. I mean, you can't. That's a good answer. I, if I made a decision back in 2003, should I be punished for it right now but about you, what I thought back then? Do you recognize then? the level on, of unfairness in that conversation? I can't change the past. I can address the right now. Right now, it, see, it seems unjust to have fired those coaches, but it happened. Incredible. We no, can't it's not just keep just, lamenting it. It's not just unjust. It's the people who wanted them out who are now being fairly obnoxious about saying that you got to bring back a six and six coach. Oh, wow. I, I, you changed. I, I don't know if people are being obnoxious about bringing it back. They're saying you probably would. They're not saying, oh, you have to. I'm not oh, hearing, I'm hearing that. I don't hear that. I don't hear people say, oh, my God, well, what, it's not line? a conversation. What was the text line like yesterday? It was, all it was, after, it was split. They're, they're it was right. very split okay. on it. Very okay. split. Don't, don't miss, don't, please don't speak for the text line okay. wrongly. They were not saying you have to bring it back at 6 I was six. told they were There were several people. Yeah. They, they were hard on you, but they also were saying things that were good. They also were on. There were some on your side, also. All right, we don't have to go down that road, but I, I, I am still interested in that conversation. How do you reconcile that? Well, you is, it, is it simple as saying Scott has a new staff? No, it's not that simple, is it? Because Frank had a new staff. It, it's people that don't want to start over again. Okay, that that's good. That's that's it. That's sense. It's, that, it's that uh, makes sense to me. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, to me. it's just we're we're sick of the whole. Carousel. Reso- you know, it's, a, it's a carousel. Reset. It's a reset. Yeah. I mean, the re- there's a reset was interesting back when, when you know, Callahan was hired. It was the, probably the wrong hire. It was interesting. We hadn't seen that for a while. We had never seen a reset like that at Nebraska. It was, it was compelling. It was full of drama. Right. Now the drama's it was, gone. It was novel. It was novel. Yeah. And, and now nothing's novel about starting over because no. Nebraska has been – Doing that for a long time. That, They're sick of starting over. That makes sense to me. And you know what? Bringing him back at 6-6 six and six would make sense to me. It's just in the context yeah. of our history, sure. it's somewhat repulsive, right? To hear people dig their heels in and say, we got to bring him back at 6-6, six and six. shut up, simple. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, that's not – isn't that fresh? Here, here are some, some comments, and this is why – Because I remember back in the day when I fought for Frank and Bo, and I got a lot, a lot of hell. Well – And now, and now a lot of hell. And now, okay, so it's changed that much. You've come around to the way I was thinking in 03 okay. and 2013. Here's a good comment from Dakota okay. on all this, to, to bring it back to a, a normal life situation okay. about – why wow, things yeah. were then and, and how things are now. Okay, Dakota says this. Sip, have you ever changed your mind on anything? I wasn't a big fan of mustard as a kid. Turns out I like it now. Oh, isn't that nice? You could be wrong in the past. Yeah, you, you didn't fire you a bunch back. of guys and change their lives forever. I didn't fire anybody. When you decided decision. you liked mustard, it didn't change anybody's life, okay? Bad comparison, sorry. I, I like the comparison. Okay, well, that's good. Thank you, Dakota. I appreciate that. I mean, it's pretty, actually, it's pretty uh, insensitive. <laughs> I mean, it's really what he's comp- comparing firing people to changing whether you like mustard or not. Okay. 
It's the it's the thought. All right. It's the thought. You, I got don't, it. Don't look into the mustard too much, but in, <laughs> more in the concept of the I got of that. The I understand it from that standpoint. Text. Let's do events. Now, the, 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 the lines are already fired. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you start talking about this again. <laughs> again. Yeah. I know. I didn't uh, want to do this. Case. This is the whole office. Are we going to do this every oh, day? I'm sure we will. No, so. we're not going to do it. Every, no, i got to tell the listeners. I talk about a trap <laughs> game. We talked about Frank Solis and Bo Pliny again. How's that, how'd that we're happen? Doing that again. How'd that we're, happen? We're doing that again pretty soon, by the way. Uh, Vince. You're up on early break. Go ahead, man. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Vince, is this two days in a row? It is. It is two days. If you're scoring at home, it is two days in a row. <laughs> We're scoring. <laughs> We're scoring at home. You are in the Napa Valley. In the Napa Valley. Yes, indeed. Uh, but anyhow, though, I mean, as far as, you know, this whole trap game thing, mm-hmm. I understand 24-7, you know, you know, writing a story on it because, you know, it's, just kind of, you know, off-season filler to, you know, kind of wet people's palates, if you will. But uh, yeah. I'm definitely, I mean, I'm definitely in the camp that, you know, when you've had five consecutive losing seasons, and I get it that some games are going to raise your antenna more so than others. You know, I mean, I'm not, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not one of these people that says, okay, Georgia Southern's the same as Michigan. But at the same time, though, I also think that when you've had five consecutive losing seasons and six out of seven. As far as I'm concerned, you got no damn business, you know, treating anybody as a trap yeah. game. I mean, I don't. I mean, because I mean, obviously during the season, I, you know, I talk about you know coming to fight with bloody knuckles. You know mm-hmm. what? I want this team fighting with bloody knuckles against Georgia Southern. Yeah. I want this team fighting with bloody knuckles <laughs> against Illinois, and I really want them fighting with bloody knuckles against Iowa. Bloody knuckles, all Sam today, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Bloody knuckles. It's like, I mean, that's. I mean, you know, to me, it shouldn't even be a conversation. You know, I mean, I could understand if we're. I mean, even if we're talking the Bo Pelini years, where we were consistently winning nine games. Okay, I mean, I can somewhat justify, you know, having a trap game or something like that, but. When you've had five straight losing years, you haven't earned the right to have anybody in the ah, trap game. And, uh, hello. But, you know, back to the whole conversation of, you know, reconciling, you know, firing Bo and firing Frank and all this, and some of these people, you know, want to, you know, bring Scott back if we go six and six. Well, I mean, we, we had this conversation yesterday, but <laughs> I <did>. think <laughs> what should really, I think what should really end any damn argument of nine wins not being good enough is this, because you look at the Big Ten compared to the old Big Eight. In the old Big Eight, you had a lot more soft landing. I don't want to say throwaway wins, but you had a lot more softer landing spots to where nine wins was much more attainable. Whereas in the Big Ten, and this kind of, and this to me is where I push back on anybody who poo-poos the idea of Bo winning nine games consistently. Well, he did it for, what, four years in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. where there are a lot fewer softer landing spots. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah, don't get me started, oh, Vince. Jeff, I'm, bloody I'm, knuckles. I'm, 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 I'm in your corner on that, Vince. God bless you. And your bloody knuckles. <laughs> bloody knuckles. <laughs> and there we go. Thank you, Vince. Thanks, Vince. That was beautiful. Right. He's right, though. He's right. What? Nebraska, I swear to God. There's too much. There's still, even after all the losing, there's too much. There's still too much of a mentality around here that 
you're counting wins and you're it's still we're living in 1997. There's still you, you there's still that. Oh, sip, they should start six and one. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, sip. I mean, that's schedule. They were, man. they were three and nine last season. Yeah, come on. So they really started come six on, and one. Come on, sip. Look at that schedule. That's five and one. That is written all over. Oh my god. You must have really? missed the Troy loss, Jordan <laughs> Illinois, and do you see what I'm saying though? Don't tell me you don't hear that. They, they, I think come people on, just tried to forget that that's happened and think about. When come on, Jake. Look at that schedule. That's four and one, baby. That's and, the, and I was like, are you? Are you? Stop. I would say stop. You missed five straight bowl games. You don't have the right to just say win, 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 win. I don't know. Or five and one. Maybe they will be. But you know what? That'd be a surprise. About well, pleasant I even, surprise. I don't even know if it would be okay, Jake. I don't even know if it would be a surprise. I just don't want to hear it right now. All right. Please. If it t- happens, that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah, God we'll, bless and we'll, America. And we'll have a good time. Yeah. God Talk bless America if it happens. But right now, to expect it though, to, yeah, to act like we're that program still, mm-mm. I will appreciate it. I will not expect it. That'd be nice. Yes. We got a couple more calls to get to before we get to Sean Callahan. Uh, Matthew, you're up next. You're on early break. Go ahead. I didn't get to hear yesterday's program, but this morning it sounds like typical simple logic. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> well, if, if you're for this, you must be for this. Or you're a hypocrite. And I'll tell you, I don't recall exactly all the reasons, but I was a huge supporter of, of Frank Solich being fired, only because I didn't want him to get the job in the first place. I felt like things needed to be, to be modernized and moved on. I don't want to rehash all that. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not, you know, obviously he won nine, nine games and that made it more difficult, but there were a lot of factors going into that with Steve Peterson being there and perhaps Tom Osborne encouraging him to be more loyal to the staff that he brought in. But, you know, as, as things have gone along, you have to admit that that with Scott Frost, there's a lot of, lot of potential and a lot of tangible things there. And to me, anybody who would encourage, like, firing him today isn't seeing the big picture. He needs to get another year or two in there. He was falling in the same trap of, being loyal to people that he shouldn't have been. And if he's, if he's corrected that and he's moving forward uh, and they make progress this year, I think he's going to give him another year. And, and if he stumbles badly, then, yeah, I think he's out. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. If he another two years and, and he shows great improvement, then he's not going to get 22 like Theo got. I understand that. But I think based on, on things that have happened and circumstances that he was thrown into, I think he's done actually a pretty good job. Yeah, that's a logic. That's I'm, I'm not. All right, thanks, Matthew. Oh, well, now the only part I did disagreed with on Matthew. Yeah, thanks for the call. Is well, very well reasoned, and I'm I'm listen. So Matthew understands. I'm probably in the camp that says if he's six and six, you got you about have to. But you mentioned your scenario. I, mean, I don't want to say about have to. What I mean, if they What if they enter November with five wins and they win right, one of those? Right. Four, right, and and it was six and six. But I understand. I mean, you verbalized it very well earlier in the show. We've been through a lot of change. I don't know if that's the best thing right now. Well, so people you, just don't want to do it again, right? It's just I don't know. I yeah, I, I guess I, I I have a problem. Coaching searches I have, have a gone. Problem. Coaching searches have gone from novel to being old and tired at right, Nebraska. Right. I now just so people understand. I think it's best for Frost's program right now to have a winning season and move forward with that staff. 
Well, who at, argued consent? I don't think many people would. Okay. I, there's some that would. Where I where where I disagree with Matthew is when at the close he suggested that Frost has done a good job. No, it's he has. 15 hasn't. and 29. I mean, he has I don't know not how done you a good job. That. See, that's the sort of comment that bothers me. It bothers me. I mean, I shook my head. Matthew was in support of firing a coach with a 753 winning percentage. And he turns around and says, this coach at 15 and 29 has done a good job. I don't get that. That, that does not square up at all. It does not. He was, he, Matthew said he was in support of firing Solich with a 753 winning percentage. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, now times he, have he changed. Did, he didn't want to hire him in the first place, he right. said. Right. So go back to that. That's interesting. It, can I just say this? I don't necessarily disagree with everything that Matthew said. I just find it to be fascinating that that's where this program has come. And I just wonder sometimes if karma's getting the brass. Oh, I think bit. it has. And how much more is the, are the gods going to rain down on us? Well, I hope it's done, but maybe it's not. Well, you wonder. It's another call from Chris. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Great show. I'm just wondering how many teams this year are looking at their schedule and saying, yeah, we got Fresno State one week. We got uh, uh, Wisconsin two weeks after that. And then we've got that trap game against Nebraska. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, that's, that's a scary place to be. How many people are be? looking at Nebraska as a, ooh, that could be a trap? Ah, it's, it's probably a conversation. Although, what, <laughs> what, 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 I mean, the ESPN Thanks, FBI Chris. has Nebraska picked to win the Big Ten West. Which is a weird... Which is weird. No, I get it. I understand. And I, I understand Matthew's call. And I understand um, the whole conversation. It is fascinating to me, though. And to, to I, don't, I don't think I'm going to just go quietly on this. Do you understand? Yes. I don't think I, I can allow that to happen. But wouldn't, wouldn't you say another, another trap game for Nebraska would be at Rutgers on October 7th, you just had four straight home games. Yes. Then you play at Purdue after that. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a Friday night game at Rutgers. Trap. I think the Friday night helps helps it. The Friday night aspect might help it from becoming a trap because it's Friday night, and that's sort of different. It's a night game on a Friday. So you hope is that that, that is enough for them. No, I like the – I like actually – I I really believe that that looking at that Illinois game on October 29th and on identifying as a trap game that is a trap game in my opinion that I think 24/7 Sports did a good job on that well that's a trap game boy it would really suck to lose to Illinois for oh, a third you. straight year yeah just saying that that's very obvious but it needs to be said hey, don't thanks. lose three straight times thanks to Chris. Vince. Matthew and Vince. Yes. Yeah. Keep the calls God, coming. They fire out of the gate. They fire out of the gate. Text and call 402-464-5685. Up next is Sean Callahan. An early break on the ticket.